Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Jose Mendoza. Jose, welcome to Push-Pull Podcast. Uh, you have a very interesting story for us about your personal story of migration and your family's story of migration from Venezuela. Well, I sure do. Um, well, uh I'm from Venezuela, like uh, Coach said, and uh, I got a very interesting story because, I mean, the moment Venezuela is not the best place to go around, but it wasn't that always like that. I mean, Venezuela was some t a place where, just like the United States was home for many refugees from, like, uh, collapsed governments. And back in my day, we didn't really have a reason to leave Venezuela, but... There's, there were some job opportunities on the other countries, such as Mexico and United States. And my parents wanted to give us a better education and an opportunity, and also n not risking uh, any problems with the government itself. All right, so, um, so t tell a little bit of the story about Maduro. T tell everybody who Maduro was and when he came in and the changes that happened about that time. Yeah, um, Maduro is the current president of the of Venezuela, and he's a dictator, just straight up. And, and I guess back up to before Maduro was uh, um, Chavez. Chavez. So Chavez. talk about how Chavez got in and what changed so dramatically and why people. Well, Chavez was also a dictator, but he wasn't very totalitarian. He was uh, a little bit more more flexible, but he was still a, a dictator. He he wanted to sell the oil in Venezuela, since Venezuela is the, mo is the country with the most oil in the entire world. So that generated a lot of money to him and other countries that wanted that, such as China and Russia. Okay, so from looking at it from history, um, Chavez was more socialist and Maduro more communist, but definitely totalitarian as a dictator. And it made it difficult for people to live in Venezuela. Yeah, to my knowledge, it is, okay. it is like but that. You, but your people got out just before? Just Maduro? before Maduro, yeah. Okay, but while Chavez was still there. Was still there, yeah. Okay, all right. So um, and so I, I would imagine just from talking to some other people, and by the way, we have many Venezuelan people in our community here yeah. because of the push factors that come out of there. Um, Maduro's bad really bad Chavez not quite as bad but I mean I didn't really leave I was three years three years okay. old when I left Venezuela so it, it's more of uh, something my dad and my mom told me about okay it. all right so you had these push factors coming out of Venezuela um, your parents wanted opportunity go ahead and t keep yeah. telling your story and well and, and so my dad just wanted to have a better place to leave so Mexico was an country that offered a lot of job opportunities for engineers and uh, because my dad's an engineer so he decided to take everything with me I mean my older brother and me and my mom and him and we just went to Mexico and we started leaving there uh, my mom was uh, pregnant well she got pregnant in Mexico and we had and she had my little brother and we just started leaving there I mean just I was I'm Venezuelan but I was raised in Mexico as a Mexican Okay, so uh, the the we know the end story here is you ended up here oh, in yeah. North Alabama, but you made a few stops along the way. So Mexico gave some opportunity for your family, and your yeah. dad is an engineer. Yeah, my dad wa was able to move up in position, and we had to move to Monterrey, which is a little bit to the north and shares like borders with uh, 
with the United States, with Texas. Okay. So we moved there and and we lived there also. I mean, I at first I didn't like the idea of moving. I had my my childhood friends there. I didn't like it, but I mean, we had to do it. So we just moved to Monterrey and we lived there for about uh, four years. Okay. And and so, so, so when you first went to Mexico, I, you've told me before you lived in Puebla. Yeah, in Puebla. In Puebla, you lived a few years there. More opportunity in Monterey. Y'all moved up to Monterey. Were there four years? And what made your family make the decision to migrate on into the states? It wasn't really our decision. It was my dad got a job offering from United States. We were pretty surprised, and it's funny because. Uh, the day that they told my, they told me and my older brother about it, it was just a Saturday afternoon, and they closed to their room and they were like, "We have to tell you guys something," and we were like, "We're moving again, right?" And they <laughs> were like, "How did you know?" Well, it, it was pretty expected, and we said like, "Okay, where, what part of Mexico are we moving?" That's the thing. We're not going to Mexico. We're going to the United States, states, and we were pretty shocked about it. They told us that they offered my dad an opportunity in Louisiana to move mm-hmm. there and have a new position. And me and my dad really said he had to go to Louisiana to take the interview and see if he was capable of it. And I mean, he did get it. That was a uh, transition from like an, a country to another. Mm-hmm. And like <coughs> the language barrier is something that you don't really are prepared for. Even though in my other schools, I was it was a bilingual school. So I, I knew English. I could write it, but speaking it wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a, ki- a little bit hard on those days, like the first days of uh, English in the uh, United States. How long did y'all live in Mexico before you came to North Alabama? Um, I mean, excuse me, uh, Louisiana. I mean, uh, Louisiana. We lived there uh, four years too, like okay. about three, four years. And when did you? How old were you when you moved here? Uh, I was sixteen. Um, okay, so you've been here two years? No, one year. Oh, just in North Alabama, yeah, just we, one year? Yeah, we just got, we just, man, like, this is the, f- we made one year on April. Okay. So literally just, I came here on summer vacation, so, and started school here, and I'm l- I'm finishing, I'm, we're moving again. Oh, your, your family's moved, but don't yeah. you graduate, you're yeah, senior, Yeah, I'm right? graduating, and I'm staying here, I'm going to UAB. Good for you. Yeah, and uh, but my fa- my little brother, my dad, and my mom were moving to California. My dad is already living there and working there. Okay. So, See, so you know, th- there's a couple of uh, pretty good little, um, you know, contextual things here. Lots of people uh, are coming here from Venezuela now, yeah. and and y- your y'all's family got out of Venezuela uh, under Chavez. But you know, a lot of people in Venezuela thought that when Chavez was gone, that it would get better. And it obviously we know from our study of history that Maduro, I mean, um, yeah, Maduro has, is so much worse than Chavez was, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't think it could get any worse, but, but it's gotten worse. So, um, I I would imagine once y'all left Venezuela, once Maduro came in, there was like no thought about going back to Venezuela, even though it's a beautiful place and there's lots of great people there. It's just too dangerous in a lot of ways. Uh, and then, uh, again, lots of there's a lot of Venezuelans that yeah. are here in, in our school in, in North Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were able to, we still got family living there. I got an aunt and an uncle living there. But we were able to, uh, like, get my, my grandma and my grandpa from there a few years ago before things got a little bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, my 
my um, Venezuelan visa, my passport is is expired for like five years because we gotta actually go to Venezuela for to like have it. Yeah, so there's a lot of things about uh, immigration laws that I don't understand. It's yeah. hard because, and, and that's one of them, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know all the details, but my parents just we don't want to really risk it. Sure. So yeah, because well, I mean, I hope things work out well there for you, uh, Jose. Um, it, you, you know, and the other thing that's kind of interesting, really, you know, this is an area of, uh, of engineers. We, you know, we know that engineers, yeah. rocket scientists and all that. A lot of people move here for medical. You know, a lot of people move here to be doctors and things like that. Um, so there's a lot of people that come here from other countries. I, I think it's pretty unique to be an engineer from Venezuela. Coming oh, yeah, here. yeah, for uh, sure. You, you, you don't usually hear that part of the story. But um, so that's that's uh, that's a good part of the story. A lot of good context there, a lot of good reasons to move around. Um, anything else that you can think of as we wrap this up? Well, I mean, first of all, for people that moving that are moving from country to countries, at first they might see it like uh, more for little kids or teenagers. You might see it like a bother or something, but it's really an opportunity that you have to take and accept. I mean, I have more experience of moving around. But I can say that moving around has been the best things that have ever happened to me. I met a lot of people. I learned a lot. I was able to polish my English. And, I mean, I'm very happy to for, like, the adventure that me and my family had throughout the years. So I'm just happy. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on Push Pull Podcast, Jose. Thank best you for having me. You.